what it is and what it do put that on everything family it's your boy it's your host it's your brother from another mother tim coming at you live with another episode for the squad today we got a special guest hopping on the show it's my homegirl ashley we are going to talk about k-pop yes you heard that right k-pop the worldwide phenomenon that's taking on the globe we're also going to talk about sports in los angeles and cali taking over the globe right now we also going to talk about a couple other things i can't wait to get into this show it's going to be lit it is going to be live it is going to be fire holla One of the best lines ever delivered in TV history was from Omar Little from the show The Wire that many people may know about. And in this particular line, and let me lay the scene for you, Omar is the hood Robin Hood. He robs from drug dealers and he keeps the money for himself and he does with it what he does. And of course, you know, having this type of attention on yourself, you are going to have people coming after you. And in this particular instance, he was supposed to be ambushed, but the ambush was not successful. And at the end of this particular ambush, after he gets the drop on whoever's trying to kill him, he likes to whistle a song, you know, oh, hunting we will go, oh, hunting we will go, hi-ho, cherry oh, how, how hunting we will go. After he whistles this song, he mentions to Weebe, the supposed assassin that's been sent after him, he says, listen here, man, if you come at the king, you best not miss. And that's exactly how I feel about LeBron James in the city of Los Angeles right now. And the reason why I say that is that now they are two for two in the world of sports. The Los Angeles Lakers have just won the NBA Finals, the NBA Quarantine Finals, if you want to call it that. You know, the non-finals for some. But a chip is a chip, no matter how you eat it. You feel what I'm saying? LeBron James has now won his fourth NBA title. And the Los Angeles Dodgers have officially won a title, their first since 1988. And this has been a long time coming for the city of Los Angeles. But I feel that the winning of these two particular championships mean a multitude of things. But the biggest thing that I think that it it stands for is that L.A. and just California in general, which we for years thought that they would forever be at the top of the game whether you want to talk about the kobe shack duo the dodgers you know of the the 80s and all those good sports teams that were out there for years this is the first time i feel that los angeles winning means a lot for a lot of different reasons specifically one being this was a championship i feel that the lakers felt that they had to win there was no option for them to lose because as we all know Kobe died this year, and I'm pretty sure that that was on the mind of every player on that basketball team, that there was no way that they could lose this, that if they lost this championship to the Miami Heat, and shout out to the Heat first and foremost for putting up a great fight. My favorite basketball player in the NBA outside of my dude, Russell Westbrook, the Brody, is Jimmy Butler, a.k.a. Jimmy Buckets, and he put up a hell of a fight with the team that he had. That team is going to be hanging around and making some noise for years to come. You could put money on that. But as of right now, LeBron wasn't losing this. And I'm saying LeBron because 
he had a relationship with Kobe, along with, you know, many other players on that team. But let's be honest here. He was the person on that team closest to Kobe, maybe outside of the owner, Jeannie Buss. And LeBron felt like it was his absolute responsibility to bring a championship to the Lakers, especially this year. Not for, you know, legacy reasons or anything like that. Now that plays a part, but he had to win this one for L.A. He had to win this one for Kobe because this city has been reeling in recent years in light of the death of Kobe, of course, and Nipsey Hussle, who is a huge Laker fan. And Los Angeles needed a win. For years, Los Angeles has always been, you know, the, the bridesmaid and never the bride. You know, getting to the dance but never finishing it off, especially in recent years, you know, thinking of the Dodgers. And we're going to talk about them in a minute, but I want to give all due respect and all love to the Lakers getting it done and closing it out when they should have. They shouldn't have let it gone for as long as it did because if I think if it went seven games, Miami would have had a chance. But they nipped them and they won the series. Now, granted, the circumstances of them winning, you know, it being a quarantine, much shortened season, everything was different this year. But I think it makes it even the more remarkable that the league was able to put together a season or a uh, a regained season so to speak and actually put a product on the floor that was worthy of being watched and the series was actually interesting it wasn't a blowout there was some competition there but we all know and we all felt that LeBron would take this team to the promised land and he did Anthony Davis showed up Andy was hurt but he played he's going to be the the leader of that team you know going into the next decade LeBron's on the later half of his career and Anthony Davis if he sticks around is going to be taking them to that next level but let's just reflect on the fact that the Lakers came in and closed the deal and got the job done you got to give them respect that they're due a lot of players stepped up you know from Rondo to a couple other players but they got the job done give them give them their flowers while they're here because it wasn't easy given the circumstances of everything that was been going on not only just in the nba bubble but going outside in the world you know making a, a stand taking a stance on certain aspects of going on in society black lives matter they they took that and then they ran with it and then not only that the biggest proponent of all of these movements lebron james winning the championship solidified his thoughts and his voice and the league's voice in all of these societal matters and that is a huge deal you gotta give them their respect now moving on to the dodgers the dodgers beat the tampa bay rays who, in my opinion, I, I don't like the Rays and I don't like the Astros. I'm a Yankees fan, Bronx born and bred. I'm not going to apologize for it. Have been, always will be. Yes, I am the New Yorker with the Yankee hat and the Tims on, a.k.a. the Butters, for those that know. But, all that aside, we lost. We ain't in the, the World Series. And if any team was going to win, I wanted the Dodgers to win. And the reason why I say that is twofold. One... I love the fact that Mookie Betts left the Boston Red Sox, or the Stank Sox as I like to call them, and he went to LA because Boston didn't give him the respect that he deserved because he was the best player on their team, and they disrespected him. So he left. He took his money and ran, and he went to Sunnyside, LA. He's hanging out by the beach where everybody in Boston is cold, still talking about how they started the American Revolution years ago. Y'all can have that. Y'all sent Brady out of town, Tom Brady, and now y'all sent Mookie Betts. Boston ain't winning a championship for quite a few years, and that's no disrespect to the Celtics. The young Celtics are a good team. I just don't see them winning a championship anytime soon, but that's me. Second of all, give my dude Clayton Kershaw his respect. The dude 
has been pitching lights out for years and always managed to find a way to sabotage himself in the playoffs until this season. He found a way to get the outs that he needed and get the wins that his team needed to get them to the promised land. Again, you know, given coronavirus and COVID-19 taking over every major sport this year, it was actually refreshing to see a team that has not won in years win. And you got to give the Dodgers their respect. Another L.A. team coming in and taking care of business. They did not play around with the Tampa Bay Rays, the young upstarts that are going to be here and making life hard for my Yankees down the line. There's no doubt about it. They are here to stay. They're a young team. They are a force to be reckoned with. I'm not doubting that. But the Dodgers have been waiting on this to happen for years. Mookie Betts stepping up. Bellinger stepping up. Clayton Kershaw pitching lights out. The other pitching staff playing lights out. And Dave Roberts, shout out to him, a black manager, coaching this team up and getting them to win the biggest World Series that they've had in years. And they haven't won since 88. You're going, you're going on 32 years since they last won. Children have been born, paid taxes, graduated college, and have probably now started having kids since the Dodgers last won a World Series. So give them their respect. Also, they also wanted to win this for Kobe and the city of LA and just the state of California as a whole, because the state of California has been dealing with wildfires and terrible, you know, natural disasters, you know, damaging their climate. It's, it's actually good to see two teams basically put a bright spot for that state right now. Yes, there are other teams in California that are not as competitive right now. And I'm talking about the NFL teams too, you know, granted the Rams, I guess you could say that they're good, but two teams have won and it actually gives them something to look at and smile about rather than rehashing the harsh realities that has been going on for them in recent years. So I just want to say, I want to give, you know, the state of California and specifically Los Angeles, their flowers while they're here, you guys earned it. Y'all balled out. Y'all did what y'all had to. And let's see what happens. Hopefully, New York can be the same way. Okay, I'm praying that New York makes this turnaround happen. It don't, it don't look that good in, in football or basketball. My Yankees normally do good. We haven't done good in a while. But I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that we can make that happen. I'm, I can only, only, only hope. what it is everybody we got a special guest on the show today we got my home girl my home skillet ashley let's give her a round of applause y'all <laughs> you're funny <laughs> listen i've been wanting to get my home girl ashley on the show and i'm so glad that you stopped by because one thing that has been blowing my mind, you know, in the past couple of weeks, and I'm going to say weeks because I've been ignorant about it for the longest period of time. You told me about this almost a year and change ago is so, K-pop, yeah. right? It's, it's been like almost yes. a year and change. I want to, maybe longer. It might, it might be longer, you know, we, <laughs> we got to hang out. Once this coronavirus is over, we're going to turn up like we always do. But I know one thing that that's been blowing mind about this entire thing is like how popular this whole thing is and you and we were talking about it the first time over dinner with you know dana and your you, and your man clerson is you was just basically saying like you guys have no idea 
Like this thing is taking over the globe. Like y'all don't even know what's going on. I'm I'm hip to it. I know what's popping. I know all the dance moves, this, that, and the third. And I was looking at you from the other side of the table, like Ashley done lost her damn mind. Nope. Talking about Korean pop music. Is that is that what we're talking about right now? But my first question to you is how the hell did you even come across K-pop? Oh, um, I was working from home and was watching a lot of YouTube videos and some of the YouTube videos that I like to watch are um, reaction videos. So like people reacting to a new song, new music video. And I noticed that there was a lot of people reacting to K-pop. So I was just like, all right, <laughs> let's, let's see what this is about. Uh-huh. And I kind of got sucked in because I was just like, oh, wait, there's like these girl groups with like 14 girls in it. Like what? Mm-hmm. like how do you do this you know like how does everyone get their moment so you know after doing a little bit of research and you know trying to figure out like what I liked I ended up getting into girls generation and um they were kind of they were really hot uh, at the time um unfortunately they've broken up now and they're all kind of doing their own thing um I think there's like like, I think there's like three or four of them left that like still like put music out as girls generation Uh but um as a whole, like they're all kind of doing their own thing now. But at the time they were like coming out with like fresh stuff. And so I ended up just like, you know, you fall down that YouTube black hole where you just like, Mm -hmm. you click on one video and next thing you know, like four hours passes and you're like, all right, I know everything there is that I need to know. (laughs) (laughs) You like like shut down your computer, you open up the curtains, the sun was out, you know, like like strained eyes. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) it's like you spent 13 hours coding when it was just watching K-pop videos and all that. Yeah, time. that's honestly okay. how it happened. But I, I, I realized that, you know, I really kind of started with the girl groups. I didn't really get into the boy groups until um, like this year. Um, mm-hmm. So my first kind of introduction was mainly the girl groups. But yeah. that's kind of how it happened. <laughs> I mean, l- let's be let's be real here. You know, I know you fell down the YouTube rabbit hole. And, and, for, our, and for my listeners out there, Ashley sent me down the YouTube rabbit hole and because <laughs> I, I had absolutely no idea what I was setting myself up for. And, and the reason why I got into this, right. And I'm, I'm going to put myself out there just to show, you know, how lame I am, because I, like I said, I don't know nothing about K-pop. I don't know K-pop through a hole in the wall. The reason why I wanted to know more about this is because I was sitting in my house, minding my business and everybody knows, you know, Samsung galaxy phones and all that type of stuff. And mm-hmm. Samsung has this commercial that plays and all Extremely I hear these dudes, like, in the, they're just like singing this song, like it's dynamite, dynamite and all this type of stuff. And I'm like, I'm tapping my foot to this song and I'm like, yo, this, this joint's kind of catchy. Like I'm vibing to it. You know, <laughs> I get up, I start doing a little dance and I'm like, hold on, who the hell is this? And why are they talking about dynamite? And so I immediately start asking people and I, I asked my girl Dana, I was like, Dana, like, who is this? Who's singing this damn song? She's like, oh, she's like, I think that's BTS. I'm like behind the scenes and she's like no fool <laughs> yes the the k-pop band and i'm like oh k-pop i was like yo doesn't ashley know about k-pop and she's like yeah you need to talk you need to talk to her. she knows more about this stuff than i do so you know i immediately started texting you i was like yo look listen i need to find out what's going on about this because i watched the first video the dynamite and i was like yo these dudes you know they got some little in sync moves and and for those that know me 
the first album I bought, I'm gonna put myself out there, was In Sync, No Strings Attached. Your boy had that, <laughs> you know, crispy, straight out of the case, Virgin Records for the, the real ones know. Yep, yep. That yep. was my first joint. I had the dance moves down and all that. So when I saw the video of these guys like dancing and whatnot, and they all come in different shapes, sizes, flavors, all this, mm-hmm. they have a boy for whatever a young girl or young man is into. Because I was looking at this, they had a dude who rapped, they had a dude who mm-hmm. dressed nice, they had one that looked like he had a little reggae situation going on. I was sitting there stunned and I was like, yo, anybody can watch this and take something away from it that they like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It looks like they just covered their bases. And they're mm-hmm. another one. They got like eight members in their group. I don't know how you share yeah. the mic with eight guys, you know, on a stage, but they, <laughs> apparently they make it work. Well, you know? th- the way it works is, is that it's kind of designated. So like, um, there's like the leads and then there's the dancers. So mm. um, there's always going to be like the same ones that kind of usually start the song out. Um, and then you'll, oh, if you know, if you watch carefully, like there's always going to be like the specific dancers that really shine, but like ultimately, like there's usually like a couple in each group that like they mainly do like the vocals. Mm-hmm. A lot of groups, like all of them do vocals, usually all of them do some sort of vocals, but um, you'll notice like if you listen to like a whole album, like you'll notice that like there's a handful of them, if there's like 10 in the group, you know, there's like five of them that you'll notice usually get like the beginning, you know, the, the first verse or something like that. Oh, okay. um, so it's like, it's kind of like, you know, they kind of put people where their strengths are, you mm-hmm. know, in the group. <laughs> so it's like, you're like, how do you like split up verses between like all 10 members, you know, but like sometimes, you know, they, they kind of um, separate it in that way where it's like, okay, these are like your dancers, you know, <laughs> these are your singers but they all kind of can do the same thing, but they play the, the person's strengths. That's well, the, the funny thing is that like, when I was like watching this video and I was like, okay, first of all, I, I always check the view count, right? Everybody should do this when they, when they come on YouTube and they click the video, check the view count. If something has surpassed, in my opinion, a hundred million views, yeah. they're, they're at that next level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, they have K- already K-pop blown- videos have a ton of views. Like, it, they, I think they passed a billion views, like, on yeah. one of their videos that I came across. And I'm like, really the hell have I been? And what crawl, I mean, like, what hole do I have to crawl out of to know about these guys? Because I did not know. Like, I had absolutely no idea, even though you've told me about it. People have mentioned it in passing. These guys were, like, foreign to me. So I went deeper into it, right? Because you gave me a couple names. And, I, you know, I found out about something called Blackpink, Monster mm-hmm. X, you know, GOT7, <laughs> which I thought meant Game of Thrones season seven. <laughs> you know, I, I came across another group called NCT. You know, all of yeah. these bands, they were sounding like either software updates or programs for a computer. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? But they, they are like such a huge thing. You know, the choreography, the rapping, the heavy bass. And they got collabos with like major artists like Cardi B, Selena Gomez, you know, yeah. Juice World, rest in peace. You know, Halsey. Yeah. They have like actual like big name artists jumping on their songs. And I had no idea these people existed. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I feel like a lot of that was like recent though, because people are just like, hey, like, 
you know, don't forget K-pop, like, you know, MTV, like, <laughs> we want to see their videos too. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's like a huge thing, like, and I, first of all, you know, like how Rihanna has like a Navy, Beyonce has the Bayhive, apparently BTS has the army, like they have a legit, like, yeah. fan group that is straight up going ham on like cancel culture, like they are shutting down like Republicans. <laughs> liberals like they're taking over the planet yeah, and taking over much. hashtags and i've never seen anything like this like it's it's a phenomenon that i think is like under the radar because you know we're here in america yeah you know, america that they're the best at everything we don't pay attention to like what's going on, on the other side of the planet but now you know seeing them at like award shows like people are telling me like oh yeah they performed at the mtv music awards and i'm like what like, <laughs> I, I mean i'm not a fan of award shows but that's a pretty big deal you know what I mean? Like yeah, for you to yeah. come on like billboards, MTV, and they they basically are speaking on Black Lives Matter, LGBTQs, you know, they they're out there, they're putting themselves out there, they're not hiding behind anything, you know, as a band, and then their fan group seems to be dominating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they really kind of like taken over. And I'm interested to to wonder like what you think K pop is gonna do in like the next five years. Like, do you think it's gonna become mainstream here in the u.s or do you feel it's kind of just going to stay on that side of the globe i feel like it can if they continue to like keep including songs where there's moments where you like we can, we can sing along <laughs> yeah <laughs> like what i feel like i feel like a lot of these really popular groups have kind of that have like crossed over they've done a really good job of including you know english-speaking um you know artists into their music so that way there's like just that snippet i never really like i mean when like one of the girl generation songs like comes on like you know on my spotify like mm -hmm. i if you if i turn the music off like i probably am butchering it but like in my mind like i am singing along <laughs> <laughs> so like I never really minded much that it wasn't in English because it was just like you know those little random words that they like put in like it helped me like understand the vibe but um I feel like they've done a really good job of just including people from like our side of the pond you know yeah <laughs> so that and, way we, we can like feel included so I feel like if they keep doing that and you know maybe even throw in an you know an entire English song I feel mm -hmm. like 100% you know, in a few years, like, more people will, like, want to include their music into their playlists, I feel like. Um, well, I, I can honestly say that going through K-pop on my Spotify and my YouTube has thrown off my algorithms completely. You know, like, when Spotify <laughs> creates the, oh, like, this is your mix, number one, number two, number three. I'm seeing, like, K-pop stars on, like, the little art, and I'm like, yo, man, th there, there goes my playlist from like this point moving forward. Not that I'm complaining. You don't have to like click on like Tupac in order to like <laughs> I got to balance it. it back out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> can you imagine, you know, like there's like those memes, like what people think you're listening to and what you're actually listening to. Yeah, like, right. The other day I was sitting there doing laundry and I had like this mean mug on my face and here I am listening to NCT, you know, and one of their jams <laughs> popping out this MK pop. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to do my research, trying to be a good, you know, host of the show. I'm trying to, you know, get my knowledge up. And the yeah. one thing that kind of like bugged me out, right? Because I was like going on YouTube, they got this band called Seventeen, right? This <laughs> band, this boy band has like 30 members. 
Okay. Yeah. They have Some like 30 really members. Impressive. They got enough to to have like a starting five run like three full court basketball games. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I've always wondered like, why do they have so many damn members? But then I figured it out. It's in case one of them like sprains his ankle doing some of the choreography, the coach got a sub. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, yo, you just know, get right, right in there. You could fill in for this guy who just went down. You know what I mean? What I think is amazing, like the hardcore, like hardcore K-poppers that mm-hmm. like actually like know each individual per- person's name. Like, yeah and like have like their favorites for whatever reason <laughs> and like but like these groups that there are that many and i'm like wait you actually like know their names at this point yeah. like, i can't like i i wish i could say that like what you know the, the handful of groups that i do listen to like yes over time but like there's only like you know eight girls you know but these groups mm-hmm. where there's like umpteen and like people are like oh you know like that's so and so i'm like you're you're a hardcore you're hardcore like <laughs> like i can't even get the lyrics down and, and you know about the whole backstory because these songs make you feel like you can speak korean and that's it builds the thing. That, false, that false sense of confidence you know what i'm a saying of, they, uh, yes when you take your headphones thing. off you you hear you see like how stupid you sound <laughs> you know that's what i'm saying, what I'm saying. <laughs> it's ridiculous because it's, it's so true like I have listened to these songs I don't know how many times and I if you ask me I'm doing it right mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm see because right. you're doing it the right way you're you're listening and you're singing these songs you know at in the comfort and safety of your home I'm yeah, just glad pretty, that yeah. I'm not outside you know trying to sing Korean because everybody's gonna think I'm talking gibberish you know like a yeah. fool you know, trying to sing yeah. a K-pop song. So I'm glad that, you know, I'm inside, you know, that I'm doing this in the comfort in my, of my home that I don't look like a fool, you know? <laughs> yeah, because I'm pretty scared to, like, actually know what I sound like. Um, <laughs> pretty scared, because in my mind, like, I think I got it, like, pretty good. I think I got it down, but I know that I don't, because I know I'm missing, obviously, like, the majority of the dialect that goes into exactly. how to pronunciate those words properly but um like you just get into it like the production of a lot of these songs is like really really amazing so you just get sucked in <laughs> and then their music videos are crazy like <laughs> their music videos are always like over the top like especially the girl groups they just have like like 10 different like wardrobe changes and like all these different concepts and looks and you just get like it kind of like brings you back to like when music videos were like you know fun they were just you like know because you top. just get excited yeah. to see their videos and just like what are they gonna do you know <laughs> like what are they gonna wear you know so it's just, but you like, know what's like crazy though fun. like one of the things that I never thought I would see in like YouTube comments about like a a boy band or you know a K-pop girl band people are were like literally dedicated to just talking about their skincare regimen. And I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? And then you see why. These people look flawless. Amazing, amazing. Like, there's, there's miracles that makeup can do. But Korean skincare, I don't know what they got in their products. But I like, told yo, you. Yo, like, it's, it's, it's bananas. Like, these people don't have a blemish on their skin at all in, in these videos. Now, like, again, I, I could be wrong. That could be makeup, you know, you know, with the with the editing and all that type of stuff that you could do with video, Photoshop, you could take all that stuff out. But oh, I find 100%. it hard to believe that you got 
14 to 30 people in a band that have not one pimple on their face. <laughs> like it's, it's ridiculous. There's definitely one. I'm sure, I'm sure there's been some editing, but I will say that it is like that watching their videos definitely got me into like checking myself when it came to my skincare regimen because I was just True. like I I don't look like that <laughs> like no I don't like look like, like one that. of the guys one of the guys he he reminded me of like Rufio from Hook you know what I'm saying because he, <laughs> he had like the hair and this that and the third. he had the outfit and his skin game was flourished like shout out to my dude Dante you know you know who you are shout out to Dante Rufio you know, from Hook, the real ones know what that's about. And mm-hmm. and I was just sitting there like all shook. I felt like I my face felt dirty watching the damn video. I was like, I need to go wash myself right now. Because <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. There, what is it? On 32nd Street in the city, there's that whole block. Um, oh, yeah, Koreatown. Yeah. yeah Let's see. Where the they pop down their people. And like, you, you know, and they have like the full size cutouts of some of the members from some of the K-pop groups in front of the skincare stores Mm -hmm. um so i always laugh because like usually it's like the guys that they put out in the front (laughs) Mm -hmm. because they it's just it's really important like it's not just like a a female thing like it's like the guys they wear eyeliner they wear makeup sometimes like they have a look you know the girls have the girl groups have their thing like it's it's different over there it's just different but Listen, it's I'll, I'll put like, their skincare stuff is amazing. I'll put myself out there. Back back in the, the high school days, you know, for those that know, you know, there was Emo Tim. So I know a little something about eyeliner. But, like, <laughs> listen, whatever, whatever kind of skincare, makeup regimen these dudes got going on, like, they, they're killing the game right now. And they got fans in the millions right now. Yeah. And for those that don't know about the area that Ashley's talking about, Koreatown, it's over by the Manhattan Mall, for those that don't know. Get some dope bim bim bop and some dim sum down there. That's, that, yeah. that's the spot to be at on a, on a date night, you know. Fresh yeah, tip really for those is. out there. So, Go early. <laughs> yeah, oh, pff, listen, Go early. put them on because you show up at 10 o'clock, you don't even have any room to get in there. Like, it's, it's over. It's a wrap for you. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So pretty hold much. on. But it's worth it, though, when you get in there. <laughs> oh, pff, listen, you already know. So let me, let me ask you this. My thing, you know, with this type of music is that it, it, can, it can basically take over the globe in a great way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think, you know, music that makes people want to get up, dance, you know, do the thing, you know, I think is huge. And it makes me kind of want to move to Seoul, Korea. You know what I'm saying? Like, or Young <laughs> Chang, where they had the, the most recent Winter Olympics, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, after doing all my research, you know, as brief as it was, because there does, there does come a point where you're a little overloaded. And like you mm-hmm. said, waking up at seven o'clock in the morning, you know, with the, the crust in your eyes from watching too much K-pop can happen to you if you're not careful. <laughs> I honestly think that this music stands a really good chance of, you know, crossing genres. And in my opinion, bringing people together in a time where we all need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I think that, you know, with us, you know, pushing it in our culture, because there's a couple, I'm going to be real, like, not too many black people I know mess around with K-pop, but we all, funny enough, mess around with, like, anime and manga and Japanese <laughs> yeah. culture. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I find that kind of hilarious, because I'm one of those guys. 
you know, I was reading, <laughs> you know, Shonen Jump for those that know. And not knowing about K-pop, I feel kind of sad about that because I'm like, man, I might have missed out on something dope had you not told me about it. <laughs> or, you know, some commercial didn't pop up that had me tapping my foot, you know, that one night. But my thing, and I want to ask you this too, is do you feel like this type of music and, and this type of culture should have a much stronger presence like here in the U.S.? And, and do you feel like we should be doing a much better service of making that more mainstream for us? Yeah, I do. I, I really feel like any kind of music that, you know, connects people, anything that just makes it easier for people to just like get used to the fact that there are different types of people on this planet you know I'm here for it you know because essentially we're really struggling with that right now you know mm-hmm. um so any opportunity to have people say oh like there's something else to listen to there's someone else to talk to there's someone else to you know play with if I'm a kid you know there's someone else to you know go to, on a date with you know like mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. you know any any opportunity to kind of like infiltrate like a new world I think is really important and I feel like if you can start with music start with music and so I feel like yeah like a, the majority of the music is not in English but mm-hmm. I say like try it anyway <laughs> Listen, you know people, people would you dance into the like Macarena <laughs> you know 25 years ago yeah, and didn't know a you know? damn word of Spanish like let's, let's yeah, keep it real just, here. just try it you know and you might you might like it and you might love it who knows you know mm-hmm. I mean but I think that you know I remember when I first got into it um it was hard for me to get my hands on some of the songs because some of the songs could be played in America some songs couldn't some songs only came in Japanese some songs didn't come in Korean mm-hmm. so it was like you know little things here and there that made it difficult for me on you know on my side to kind of get my hands on certain things but I feel like Spotify has done a really good job and I'm sure other streaming platforms have you know joined in as well but you know because I mainly use Spotify um they've done a really good job of really like pouring it pouring in more and more content as far as k-pop j-pop um just any kind of international music they've done a really good job with that so I just feel like I've noticed over the years like it's just been easier for me to get my hands on it so I think as long as we keep going in that direction I think if people just consider you know keep keep an open mind (laughs) um I think it will be not too long that maybe one day like MTV will have like a K-pop you know part of their interview of their uh, reward ceremony you know like yeah, you know might, you never know you know it might happen because it, it's really big over here there are a lot of people that love it um so I it doesn't it wouldn't surprise me if in a few years like we hand out an award you know for K-pop or J-pop or any other pop you know that's you know popular at the moment but um I feel like it's really important to just any opportunity you can try something different, try something new. Don't pass I, on it, you know. <laughs> I love that. Safe and you know, everybody's chill with it, you know. I think it's great, but I mean, music is just one of those things where 
just give it a go. <laughs> Listen, I think you said it perfectly, you know, and I think it's also kind of like the song says, put some flavor in your ear, you know what I mean? Like, get, yeah. get out there, try something different. You know, I know I was hesitant, you know, just from looking up the images of like what a K-pop was. And I was like, what the hell am I signing myself up for, you know, over the next 24, 48 hours. But, you know, I've had fun with it, you know, like seeing like my reactions to the certain types of music, the certain styles, it's a lot of fun. And I think that's kind of like what people should try to gain from, you know, diving into this K-pop, you know, rabbit hole. And I want to thank you, you know, for being my K-pop connection, because without you, <laughs> I would have not stumbled into this, you know, wonderful universe that is K-pop and I'm so much more better for it. And I want to thank you for it. And I want to thank you for coming on the show. But before I let you go for every guest, I like to give them 30 seconds to say what's ever on their mind, to say it <laughs> with a chest, put that on everything. So I'll give you the floor 30 okay. seconds, be as crazy as you want. Cause I know, you know how we get down, say whatever's <laughs> on your mind, put that on everything. Ash, go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm 26 weeks pregnant. I am really enjoying my time at home. Um, really enjoying working from home. Um, I hope everyone's safe. I hope everyone's enjoying whatever they can enjoy. Eat food, listen to music. Um, if you can drink, I can't drink, please drink for me. <laughs> if, if you can drink, um, <laughs> um, just, you know, walk around naked, do whatever you want. Like, you know, just, just be nice. <laughs> Be nice That's to that people. Sagittarius energy right yeah, there. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Just like be kind, be good, you know, drink, smoke, do whatever you do, but just, you know, do it right, do it safe. And that's how I like to do things. <laughs> I hear that. Anything worth doing is worth overdoing. Like, let's, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Listen. Just don't get put in jail and like, I'm happy with that. <laughs> Beware the bookings, beloved. That's that's no all I got to say about that. No, no jail, jail time. No jail, no jail time. time. You know, we don't want to be eight con locked up. You know what I'm saying? No, like, out. no, no. Right? If you can run, you know, if you got a boogie, you got a boogie. Just, you know, do what you do. Yeah. Don't get caught and have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. But listen, again, I want to thank you so much. You know, I love your energy. It's almost our time of the year. Sagittarius season is upon oh. us. Look out, Scorpio. I can I feel it. I can feel it. My you know, bones, they're stretching. I'm feeling you good. You know what I'm saying? Mercury is always <laughs> in retrograde. So I always tell that to people when they say, like, yo, how you feel about being a Sagittarius? I'm like, Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Whatever yeah. that means. Sun salutation, moon, Jupiter's in orbit. But I'm just hyped, you know. I got my homegirl Ash on the show. I hope you guys enjoyed having her on. I know I did. I can't wait to have her back on the show. You know, she's going to be a mommy soon. I'm super pumped for her and my dude, Clearson. What? What? You know, but again, <laughs> thank you so much, my dear. I appreciate you. Much thank love you. to you. And so much fun. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Major, major shout out to my homegirl, Ashley. Thank you so much for stopping by the show. I appreciate you. I hope you guys enjoyed everything that she said. We had a great time, you know, laughing and joking about K-pop and how I sound like an idiot trying to sing along with the songs. And I'm pretty sure that y'all will too. And y'all probably do it and don't tell nobody. We've all been there. But I hopefully, you know, you guys took something away from this to try something new. You know, put yourselves out there and don't be afraid to make a fool of yourself because that's half of what life is about anyway trying new things and and experimenting with yourself and and just just being different 
another thing that I wanted to touch base on, and I, and I don't care how overstated it is. I'm recording this, you know, the week before the presidential election. And I'm not going to get overly political here. I just want to say one quick thing. Get out and vote. If you haven't already, of course. The reason why I say that is that this is the biggest thing that you can do possibly in your lifetime is be a part of your your country's citizen responsibility to affect change positively and let your voice be heard. It's super important for you to go out there and express your opinions by casting a ballot for whomever you choose. And I say this because I feel that this is a very important time in our country's history and you know the world is watching. So what better way for us, you know, to to go out there and make ourselves be heard than to go out there and vote. If you are a voting age, do it. You'll feel that much better about it. I know the first time that I voted years ago that I did it in the in the cold of of freaking Buffalo, New York. It was my first time voting. I almost missed being able to cast my ballot. I want to give a special shout out to my friend Saturn, making sure that we both got there on time and, and making sure that I casted my ballot for my first presidential election. And I'm excited to do it again, as we all should. It's it's our it's our obligation as citizens of this wonderful country to vote. So please make sure that you take out the time to do so. Even if you're working, try to get there early. I know it's hard to do sometimes and sometimes it can feel like a chore, but I, I can promise you this, you'll feel fantastic after you do and a weight will be off your, shoulder, your shoulders. You're gonna feel great. So take the time out. It's important that you flex this muscle that you have as a citizen of this great country in the United States to get out there and vote. Just do it. Like Nike says, just do it, right? Just get out there and vote. And for those that are voting by mail, it may be too late for you to submit your vote. So walk it in to your local ballot at your local office and drop it off. You don't want to rely on the post service to drop it in. Try to vote in person if you can. And if you can't vote in person, vote early and drop off your mail-in ballot. It's the best way and the safest way for you to do so. And also take care and be safe. Maintain that six feet distance, all right? Much love to y'all. I appreciate y'all always stopping by to listen. Love y'all out there. This is Put That On Everything. It's your boy, Tim, signing off. Holla.